You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. is freshly roasted and ethically sourced it's music to your ears shake up the way you wake up the king's coast coffee.com welcome to episode 135 of star wars and scotch it's the episode where we only talk about outlaws so that's what we're going to do the entire episode to me why wouldn't we talk about outlaws well they're mad because we didn't talk about it last week but tim and i were off last week uh work stuff came up so um we're gonna take a week off you got our reaction videos though of the trailers um and now uh we're gonna talk in depth about what we got out of the trailers um and expectations and all that jazz but before we keep going i would like to say that we hope you're drinking delicious king's coast coffee was what i was going to say but i said drinking and delicious at the same time and it came out sounds like you need more king's coast coffee so why don't you take this is about full to here so i'm gonna while you talk about it I'm yeah and while kevin's chugging his king's coast you can head out over to kingscoastcoffee.com we're getting ready to launch our summer swells uh we we do have our oh it's it's out now it's out today i thought it doesn't come out until thursday so apparently it's out already um if you guys didn't know we have seasonal roasts we like to do them for the the changing of the season so we're into summer uh so we're welcoming summer in with these summer swells so head on over kevin what are the notes of the summer swells do you know at the top of your head the notes for the summer swells are hold please i don't want to butcher them because i'll get in trouble if i do we got raspberry clementine and honey Oh, that's a, um, that's a, see summer the spring surge and the summer swells those two are so good for cold brew and mm-hmm. so if you enjoy cold but this is a perfect time it's cold brew season right now folks so if you guys didn't know we have cold brew kits as well so head on over to kingscoastcoffee.com start making some cold brew today let us w- change up the way you wake up by putting king's coast in your cup there you go summer swells get Boom. it while it's hot now on another note, King's Coast will be at GCX. Oh, good. The nice thing about King's Coast is, because we all know you you like to get there early. You like to line up and wait for the hall to open. Oh, you're stage. talking about them. I thought you were talking about me. And I was like, I don't like to do any of that stuff. Nope. I'm talking I about like the, to, the crowd. I hate waiting in lines. Well, That's why it's this when you have an all-access pass, you're like, ha, 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 ha. Bye. This year, when you're waiting in the pre-function area, so if you came in 2019, we're back on that side again. We're not on the side that we were in, in 2022. Um, so it'd be much more comfortable in my position, because or my opinion, because I like this side better. Uh, so we're back on that side. And um, for 20, um, for this year, when you're waiting in that area, we're going to have this space for you to um, enjoy some King's Coast coffee. And Tim is in some sort of alien... Um, situation I, right now i don't know i don't know not sure this is where it's, we're at uh, all right there we go i fixed uh, it look uh, he's back he's okay or you've been assimilated one during the blackout and it might not actually be you um but anyway you'll be able to enjoy king's coast in the hallway while you're waiting for um the doors to open so make sure you uh we're combining two things there so you go do that get some coffee and then you could mosey around the floor uh, it's going to roll out this week, I believe, or it rolled out already, but we are opening the floor earlier than normal this year. Oh, so it's going to be an earlier show. Um, so that means on Saturday, after you've went to the comedy show, GCX After Dark, and then you left the comedy show and you're like, I want to play some Magic the Gathering with my friends, especially because all of this Lord of the Rings commander hype. Mm-hmm. You just walk right over to the Tabletop Tavern and go hang out with the folks at Nerd Brew. And you can uh, you can play some some tabletop games, some card games, um, our, other games. Our buddy Pool Shark just bought a bunch of Lord of the Rings Magic the Gathering cards. I have a feeling that's where the content creators are going to be most of the time when they're not doing other stuff. Do you think I'm wrong? I don't know. I don't know enough about Lord of the Rings Magic the Gathering to see if that's where the content creators are going. Are you just talking about just tabletop in, in general? Just, yeah, just in general. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, like, I, there. I'm fi- I mean, like, I'm finding like like Warhammer to be just completely like just really interesting. Like, I watched Lupo play virtual tabletop with his brothers. 
which is really weird because they all sound exactly the like. So it's like three Lupos talking at the same time. It's wild. <laughs> weird. <laughs> uh, but they were playing, they were doing virtual tabletop and it was really cool. And I think you're right. I think like as like the OG content creators get older, I think we are starting to be a little more refined and matured in our games. And so tabletop kind of seems the way to go. Yeah, and you'll be able to book like drinking. A, a, you'll be able to book a one-off D and D session with a pro DM. So we'll have that up soon. That's um, sick. Yeah. So, and if you want, you can do the convention. You can go to all the panels. You can um, go to After Dark, and then you know it's like eleven o'clock, and you booked your session for eleven thirty. You go get yourself a drink, and you sit down, and you can do a three-hour session with your friends. Go to bed, wake up, and do it all over again, and then you go to Universal Studios. That's not a fun weekend. I don't know what is. I don't know. That like what more could a nerd want? It really does sound like a really fun weekend. Can we go do yeah. that? I think we should. Perfect. GCXevent.com slash tickets. Get yours. Come hang out. Have a good time. You could see Tim too. You might not see me, but you could definitely see Tim. Where are you gonna be? Running around. You know, I got called out for power walking during GCX. In a negative way? No, 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 no. Like, like I I apparently just always look like I have something that I need to go do. Well, that's just how you look when you walk. Really? Yeah, just in general. I always look like that? You you walk with purpose. I wouldn't say power walk. I'd say you walk with purpose. Oh, yeah, I definitely have a purpose when I'm walking places. Yeah, you just walk with purpose. <laughs> Rex was like, Rex was like, can't wait to hang out with you, bro. <laughs> but, like, you're going to be walking by, so be like, hey, Tim. Bye, Tim. He says I power walk everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Rex impression. Was, was it good? The other day. I, I did a, I did a, uh, he was my Halloween costume last year. I role played, <laughs> I role played as Rexilla for the whole day. I had a wig on and everything. He, he, to me, it's so funny because you meet him, you see him. First of all, you can't believe he doesn't smoke. Second of all, you can't believe how old he is. <laughs> Not a day in my life, bro. Never smoked. Never smoked. Not a day in my Never life. smoked. You think this guy comes from like, Hollywood Boulevard, like he's—he sounds like such like a West Coast bro. But this guy's from nope. the heart Arkansas. of Arkansas, heart Arkansas. of Arkansas, and my dude sounds like this. I love it. <laughs> I love him with all of my heart. That is my brother. He, yeah, he's one of those people that I took to immediately. Like you know me, I'm 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 very. I don't get along great no, you, with a lot of people. Sm- you're you're pretty good at at smelling bullshit. <clears throat> But Rex, he's, I just, I love that guy. He's amazing. So if you want to come hang out with Rex too and, and hear his voice in person, he's doing a meet and greet too. Um, it's funny because creators now are hitting us up like, hey, well, I, I know I haven't talked to you in a few years. You know, can I come uh, do meet and greet? Yeah, sure. Come on down. Come on down. Bleep. I, I don't have my bleep button anymore, but I miss having it. I had a bleep button, but it got, I have to fix it. Oops. It got too loud. I used to use it mainly for the purpose because for some reason, when you bleep it, instead of saying like the word fuck or shit, it's funnier. Mm. I don't know why. I want to do a quack. I need to get, I need, what I want to do is get a duck sound. So every time I cuss it, quack. just rip the Aflac sound. Oh, Aflac. that's smart. Oh, <laughs> that's good. Aflac. That's good. Or, or make your own duck noise. Who knows? When I first started streaming on Facebook, Kevin, um, mm-hmm. And I had the GoXLR, and no one on Facebook knew what a live stream was. They thought Facebook was censoring my audio every time that I cursed and hit the bleep button. <laughs> we used to joke that Mixer did that to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they people bought it for a while. Oh, yeah, I'd just keep my finger on the trigger, and I'd be like, I'd keep saying, I'd be like, God, Mixer, stop, <laughs> stop. And there were people that were like, Are they, it's, it's, it's just, do they have automatic Oh, this FTL here? technology is wild. <laughs> And I'd be like, yes, it's run by the Catholic Church. Anyway, <laughs> oh, let's talk uh, Star Wars. Yes. What did you feel as that first trailer hit during the Xbox showcase? Well, Kevin, this is my reaction. My reaction was this. What is this? <laughs> what is this? I mean, in that first, that in that it. first opening shot you see opens the up with a tie fighter cruiser. screaming across your screen yeah and the republic cruisers yeah so it's just, it like they, they we hit know you, we're it, in they don't open up like um like uh survivor the survivor trailer was very like ominous and it was very like just very like very it made you very curious right 
It was like, it almost felt like a mystery. This was just full scale, just like action, just thrown at you the entire freaking time. It didn't slow down. So I was, I was sold. And like, and then like at first I knew we we saw, they open up with massive. So like you right away, you're like, holy crap, this is the star Wars game. And actually what was crazy is I missed the massive part. The first time oh, the I saw opening the trailer, credit piece, I was looking at, yeah. I saw my, I saw my reaction. I was looking at chat. So I'm like looking at chat and then I, out of this, out of my peripheral, I see the TIE fighter. I'm like, holy crap, what is this? Because I was paying attention to chat. So like, I totally missed the Ubisoft massive open in the stinger in the beginning. And then you get to the end, you're like, okay. So knowing that this was a Ubisoft game, you're like, okay, this is the open world game that everybody was leaking. So I was like, okay, here we go. This is it. And then you, then we learn about a new character called Kate, right? Her name is Kay, Kay I think. Kay Vess. So we get this new, so right, right then and there, when they were focusing on one character, I was, I'm going to be honest, I was a little disappointed because I was like, oh, damn, I really thought we were going to make our character because like, that's how it was kind of sold to us through the leaks and like the TikTok videos and everything. Like everyone was kind of like, you, you would, it was going to be this big sandbox open world, like massive multiplayer online game. And I also, I, I, also I was kind of thought- stoked to make my own character. Yeah, I also thought we would be making our own character. Um, but the mechanism of storytelling over the last few years when you have a pre-canned character yep. has been much better than what we've seen when you know you kind of customize and create your own character because the identity sure. is set in stone. It's who they are. Look at God of War. Look at Assassin's Creed. Yep. Um, Ghost of Tsushima. Um, you know, I think just because our expectation was that we could create our own Star Wars character. I mean, we've done that before. Yeah, we've done no. that in KOTOR. We've done that in Agreed. SWOTOR. So. Yeah, so I think that was that was the big thing for me was I wasn't sold on K until the second trailer. Like, once we got the, the, the big, like, reveal trailer that they did at the Ubisoft Forward, um, then I was definitely more sold on her character. She looks like a really fun, like, female protagonist. The idea that she's a smuggler, like she kind of gave off this Dr. Afra kind of vibe. And I really enjoyed that. I thought that was really cool. And so I really like her. I like her little creature. Um, I forgot what, what, no, what's his species. Because at first he kind of reminded me like a Lothal cat, but he's not a Lothal cat. He's something else. And one of my buddies who's actually working, it was crazy. The guys that I know that have been working on this game, they've been so quiet. They haven't said anything, haven't put any hints or anything on twitter so bravo to them for just keeping that under wraps because i would have died yeah nick uh it was a few friends that i had that came out of the woodwork and i was like yeah what no so uh <laughs> it's pretty funny to see i'm trying to find out what oh here we go nick's is a miracle 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 we haven't Mirkal. seen these before right this is new this is new the only entry is nick's in yeah. the uh in wikipedia so i'm totally so, and, and so what's kind of cool is that it's neat that she doesn't have a droid sidekick every other well, every other star wars character like use battlefront for example the last the, la the last female protagonist that we had in a video game was uh was from battlefront 2 gina gavankar's character totally brain farting on it um oh, iden versio um, iden versio yes. um so she had like a slicer droid and then we go to Cal Kestis and he has BD1. And so now this, this new character that we get to play as gets this cool new sidekick that does really cool pet like things that you would expect like a pet to do like a dog or um, even like a monkey, like a monkey sidekick, like being able to like go out and do this thing, like go grab a blaster or go interact with that door switch. And like all that stuff is like, very similar to like what you've been able to do with your droid sidekicks, but it feels more personal. In the in the gameplay trailer, Nyx is like grabbing blasters and stuff. Yeah, so yeah, so so she it seems like you're always gonna have your pistol. It seems like your pistol is always or your sidearm is always gonna be your default weapon, but you can go out and go grab a a, a blaster from a star from a stormtrooper that you killed. And then there's that ammo reserve, it seems like. Because like when she was done with it, she's like, doo, 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 and then like it, it cools down like it's done with the mag. And then she just so, tosses it to the side. 
Um, yeah. And so it looked like there was an ammo count. I think it was like 21 over zero. Um, so you might be able to hold on to it and then go pick up ammo as you go, or it might just be a lot easier of just being like, grab me that thing. Like I could imagine like grabbing like an AT uh, or like a rocket trooper, you know, killing him, grabbing his his rocket launcher and then like blowing up a tank or a, an ATST because we see an ATST at some point. Yeah. Um, so that that's cool. But like some some of the really neat stuff that I'm glad that was real with the leak. The biggest thing is that this is gonna essentially gonna be like a No Man's Sky Star Wars game. And so like that's really like the most exciting thing for me is the whole idea of this fluidity between being on the ground, like they showcase you being on foot to a speeder bike, to a starship, into space, space combat. Uh, and then they even said that the space combat isn't gonna be like small craft versus small craft it'll be small crafts versus large crafts as well so i would assume at some point we get to fight against a star destroyer um that would be like i would assume that would be like the big one that you go against we do have a droid though tim oh, so, so he's the x droid that everyone on the internet wants to bang but he's not he's not her sidekick no, he's part of this. Well, I forget what that guy's name was. He's a he's a part of this like this like this crime. Jalen, Jalen. Yeah, and Jalen gives her a job. He's with him, or it's with but him. He was he's in the gameplay trailer, isn't he? Too the, the battle droid. Yeah, the BD, command the commando uh, droid. Five. Yeah, we're talking about the command the, the commando droid, right? Yeah, the BX droid ND five. Um, yeah, those are yeah. The, he so there's a they they gave a whole history on him. Um. There's a whole backstory behind him already. So he was a so he he started out in the during the Clone Wars. He got um he got damaged, and then he got repurposed, and then he is essentially just kind of like out for himself. He's essentially like he is um he's sentient. So he's he's okay. he he has he has been either reprogrammed or his programming evolved or something i'm sure like or he got a new data chip i'm sure we'll learn a, more about him but like that was essentially his backstory is that he he was in the clone wars he got damaged got repurposed and is kind of like just doing his own thing now there was a whole there was a whole ign interview with the devs for uh for this after ubisoft forward that i watched it was like 15 20 minutes long is with the the head gameplay uh producer and like overall, like they did a great job of just like analyzing all the gameplay. Um, and so they, they talk about some of the characters in that as well. So highly recommend checking that out. It's on the IGN YouTube channel. I love Andy Five's peacoat. Yeah, right. He just like he looks so suave and he looks he looks a lot more swole than other. Uh, those are commando droids, right? The X commando droids. Yeah, um, he looks a lot more swole than, than the regular ones. Well, the Internet is uncomfortably, yeah, BX series droid commando is the official title. Yeah. The internet uncomfortably keeps talking about, you know, wanting to have coitus and relations with, with our friend ND5. I don't, have you seen this, Tim? No, I haven't. It just, I oh, haven't. it was it was all over socials when the trailer dropped, like the day after. It was just, it was like chat needed to go to horny jail situation. Is it is it just because like no one's never, like they've never really looked at a commando droid before? I don't Because, I mean, like, know. we've seen, like, this isn't the first time we've ever seen a commando droid. The only, well, I killed them in Survivor. You but, killed them in Survivor. Um, you see them in Clone Wars. They're in Episode 3. Yeah, they're the ones who jump from the, Yeah, you know, they're, they're all... fucking nuts. They're in Battlefront. They're terrifying. They've got vibro blades. They can crawl on the walls. They look like General Grievous. They're terrifying. They can cloak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these things. And what's so funny is that these are the best droids that that the separatist army could come up with and they still are trash like they're so scary like they should be absolutely terrifying still trash jedi's just shit on them uh can we put another rumor to rest sure um darth darth maul will not be in this game why would darth maul be in this game he's dead and like not dead the first time oh he's dead the dead. second time Learn your shit. Like super this is between dead, episode Obi-Wan. five and or yeah, between episode five and six. It's between Empire and Jedi, and Maul dies before a new hope. He dies before uh, uh um oh crap, Death Star, Jin Urso, um Rogue One. Rogue One. He dies before solo. He's dead. No, he's alive in solo. He's at the end. 
Oh, after Solo. Sorry, that's very close to when he dies. Then, like yeah, right before he dies. Ah, oh, that's such a, like that's that's such that is such a blue ball moment. Is when Maul is there live action talking to uh, Kira. Yeah, and on and on Hollow, and that's it. Like, I mean, thank you for making a nod, but like, still, like, oh, damn. There's still so much left to tell with that story. I hope they do a show. I hope that if they do a show, it's for it's for Lando. I hope they they pick that up in the Lando Calrissian show. Han, Han, old buddy. <laughs> I want more of them. I know that's the that's a hot take, but I want more of them. Who, Harrison Ford and. No, of um Childish Gambino and oh, uh yeah. Dan- Danny Glover's uh, Alden Alden Iron No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I never say the guy who plays Han's name correctly. It's like Alden Iron Yeah, it's something, something like that. He's any Swedish. Yeah, he's like Swedish or something. Denmark yet. I don't know. He's from somewhere. And that's how Kevin got canceled for being insensitive to Europeans. No, you make fun of Americans for being fat all the time. It's fair game. Come on, they're they're pretty fat too. It's fine. Uh, his name is Alden Alden Aaron Reck. Aaron Reck. Aaron Reck. That's what I said. Said Aaron Reck. Aaron Reck. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, you nailed it. So I'm doing a lot of driving because I'm going to South Carolina for my little PTO. I'm hoping that in the car, the, everyone that. falls asleep at some point. I'm going to see Rob. Oh, sick. Um, uh, like three hours. Oh, shit. You're doing that today? Today. Oh, shit. That's cool. That's, I just came in to do this. Oh. One you know what's crazy is Alden is American. He's not He's not from Sweden. Really? Parents <laughs> must be there. He was born in California. He looks like he was born in California. Uh, his mother is an interior designer. And his father is an accountant. <laughs> oh, he's he's got parents have money then. Uh, where did his family come from? Oh, they're Jewish immigrants from Austria, Hungary, Russia, and Poland. Being of interior design, my wife's been like extremely busy, and I'm like, babe, can you just make enough that I can step down from my position, uh, be a stay at home dad, and just work on content with for Tim's channel? Because that that's all I want to do. And how does Danielle feel about being a sugar mama? She kind of likes it because she's like, you'd take care of the kids all the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, like I've been doing, I've been doing like, like the financial lifting on our side. I would definitely down to do like a flipper. When you like the, the little just a little room? bit, just to try it out. Just, just to see what see. happens. Just see. Just I see. feel like it would last like a week and then be like, take it back. We could meet at the park in the afternoon. Oh my God. And drink coffee and watch Real put, Housewives. We could, you could put Hunter in a little baby Bjorn. <laughs> He'd be so pissed. <laughs> Dad, put me down. Dad, I'm almost 10. We're meeting Tim and Kyler. You have to be cute. Don't I have school today. <laughs> oh, man. He's ugh. damn. He's he's loving Clone Wars, by the way. He finally, finally listened to me and is hooked. It's been a, it's been a joy to to watch it with him. I'm so jealous. I'll report back as we get closer to the end and more people start dying. Uh, well, <laughs> well, Kyler Kyler has now started to take video games. Like he loves this idea of like holding a controller and doing it, and he loves Star Wars. So I think, and he really likes Survivor. But Survivor was a little too much, I think. Um, but I think like if I put him in, do you think he he would play Outlaws? Do you think he like you just put him like in a ship? He would just like fly around. Like, oh, this is Star Wars. Why don't you get like uh, some of the games that are on Switch and let him play on on that? I'm not putting a Switch in that child's hands. Are you serious? Put it in the dock on a television and hand him the controller. Oh, I guess I could try that. We talked about trying like a um, there's like a, a Mickey Mouse side scroller game that Amy has coming seen. out. I don't think it's out yet. It's coming out like next week. I play. I used to play um, Audrey and I, my oldest. My oldest is 19, for those listening. We used to play Epic Mickey 1 and 2 on Wii. Yeah. See, like, Kyler's right around the age that I started playing video games because I grew up on the NES. I think my first video game I remember playing was, like, (laughs) Mario Brothers. Yeah, I think I was uh, Hunter's age. Oh, God, I'm about to date myself. Yes, I'm this old before I say what I'm about to say. Uh, 
I remember playing at my dad's house, ColecoVision, Commodore 64, because my uncle had all of them, and um, Atari 2600. And then my mom, I'm probably about Hunter's age, when my mom got me an NES for Christmas, and uh, they had to pry me out of the room for Christmas dinner. Well, yeah, because you're playing video games. Look at all the dopamine you get. It was just that for 12 hours. And thus, okay. that's why we're sitting here now having. Yeah, how crazy is that? If it wasn't for our parents and giving us video game consoles, we would not be here today. Even in Tifu's retirement video, like he gave props to his parents for, you know, encouraging him to play games and, and whatnot. So um, that was that was a, that was a very. Did you watch the whole thing? No, I haven't like, even watched it, dude. I don't want to accept. I don't want to accept the fact that like my know class someone of, who's like retiring. my class of streamers is like retiring. I'm just like, yeah, man, I'm not we ready know for someone it who's retiring. Because he talks in the beginning. He's like, I got my start, you know, doing this. And then I found Destiny. And I was like, that's that's how I knew you. <laughs> <laughs> I remember him at the freaking bar. The first Destiny comp, whatever you call it, that mm-hmm. on, on freaking Dale Mabry in Tampa. It's gone now. It's a FedEx store, by the way. If you were there, I hate to tell you that, but it's it's not a bar anymore. Um, and yeah, there's they moved, the they moved that down farther towards the mall. There's Tifu in the corner with uh, his blonde dreadlocks back in the day. I can imagine Tifu with dreadlocks. All right. Did well, you as we're back then, no, no, but as yeah, we're reminiscing yeah. about Tifu and his hair, we're going to take a quick commercial break. All right, Kevin. All so right. he really wants Tifu's hair. I, um, the hair sh- uh, ship of sail. I will say this because you mentioned No Man's Sky. One thing, you know, if you remember, one of the things that we said uh, early on was, Red Dead Redemption would make such a great Star Wars game. Yeah. The the developer interview that you were talking about, I forget mm-hmm. his name. I, I feel so bad. Um, but he was talking about how, Paul, if you could look his name up, that'd be great. Just so I can give props. Um, he was talking about how he was playing so much Red Dead when they were in like development of this. And that is what inspired the combat and the land portion of the game. So I, while, it makes it makes so much sense. Oh, watching that video, you completely see it. Because at first, when we were sneaking, I was like, "Oh, it's like Assassin's Creed." No, it's not. It's like when you're when you're hiding behind the barn, getting ready to jump out and shoot everybody in Red Dead, and just the way the combat flowed. Even hopping onto the speeder was like jumping on your horse and trying to get out of a tricky situation. Um, it definitely captured that Red Dead essence. Very much I so. know. Our good friend Glam is going to shit on me for what I'm about to say, but it captures the Western essence of Star Wars. He always, every time I bring up Western and samurai stuff on the show, he'll text me after he hears it. And he's like, can you tell me an exact reference to why you said that was compared to because like, that, Look, you yeah, elitist because, little bastard. I no, but that that's one. but that's true. That is where that is where Lucas got his inspiration from, was from Western movies and from, from uh, Japanese samurai movies. The old black and white ones. Just funny the way he, he challenges me on it. Um, so is it Julian Garrity? I think it is Julian Garrity, so. right? That sounds right. Yeah. I think his name's Julian. I believe it's Julian Garrity. Um, but that that really made me happy because we would sit there and talk about how it would make such a good western. We would say how the multiplayer aspect of um Red Dead would make a great Star Wars experience. You know, you're on a planet, maybe it's 20 people. I am curious, and I want your opinion. Is there a multiplayer aspect to this game? Is it Red Dead style where you play this long, wonderful campaign and then all of a sudden the world opens up and it's like, it's your oyster, have fun. Yeah, I mean, I I think that's what's going to happen anyways. I think it's still going to be like this big, like open world experience. I don't think there's going to be multiplayer in this. It just doesn't make any sense as to like why they would open up multiplayer because then you'd have to, you'd have to then have like a whole nother like character creation like portion. You know, you'd have to have like Star Wars Outlaws online. Now they could roll that out. There could be like down the road, there could be a Star Wars Outlaws online, and then it's just a bunch of multiplayer. I mean, like you have a lot of people on this team that worked on multiplayer games. Like mm-hmm. it's still like really hard for me to believe that there's no multiplayer portion to this game when it's being worked on by Ubisoft Massive. These guys know how to make big open world games. You know, they made like the division, but like that's the thing is like all of their games that they've made has a multiplayer portion to it. So I'm very curious to see like what happens. Like, is this something that rolls out later on down the road? Like that's something we talked about with Starfield too, is like Starfield looks like the perfect game to have a multiplayer portion to it. But I I think what's happening as of late 
is that there is a bigger focus on the single player experience instead of this massive multiplayer experience where you have to worry about this entire online ecosystem. You have to worry about hacking and cheating and all these things. Whereas if you take the, the dynamic portions out of it, the uncontrollable variables, and you have a very controlled environment that's still open to the player to do whatever they want, I think you have like a really successful game. I mean, like that's like, why is Grand Theft Auto, like, like look at Red Dead. Red Dead's a great example. Like it's still like a great game to just to go out and explore. Like people are finding stuff all the time by themselves. Yeah. You know, like uh, hell, even like Skyrim's a great example. People are still going out and playing that game and finding new things. Like they just found a dungeon that had never been found before in yep. Skyrim not too long ago. Um, games, so I think that's- Game's 13 I think that, years old. Yeah, like so with Starfield and even like Star Wars Outlaws, I think these games that are giving the players a bigger open sandbox to play in without all of the outside forces, you know, influencing their experience, I think it's going to be a much better overall experience for the player. So I, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see. I, I think keeping the multiplayer out of it for now is a good idea. It's seen, and from what I've seen so far, and I, I'm going to go with the fact that they don't want to show off too much. So I know they've shown off a ton of the Pike Syndicate being the the enemies. They seem like a very I, heavy. While I feel like the main story might revolve around the Pikes because Disney's or Lucas has gone very hard on on you know the Pikes lately. They were in Book of Boba Fett. They were in um, uh, Bad Batch. They were in the last. Um, they're in the last season of Clone Wars as well. Yep. So I right? feel weren't like they giving, weren't they weren't they moving weren't they moving drugs sisters, to Mandalore with the sisters? Yeah. The two smugglers. Mm -hmm. um, so I have a feeling they'll play into it, but I have a feeling this is what we saw is just the tip of the iceberg. I yeah. think, you know, we'll get really into the underworld, probably get into some imperial trouble. We're going to see Jabba the Hutt at some point, definitely. There's I mean, Hutt in the Jabba, in the Jabba literally with Han Solo's frozen in carbonite trophy. I mean, like, like that's literally the transfer of Han Solo, like canonically. That is the transfer of Han Solo from Boba Fett to Jabba the Hutt. Like, that is the transaction. And that's so cool that we actually get to see what that would look like, this procession of, like, Jabba following behind his trophy. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, Solo. It. Oh, Solo. That's good with the voice effect on there. It's very like good. That was good. Yeah, thank I you. Do. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, but even even just the, the HUD is familiar in the gameplay trailer. Clean. It's clean. It's minimal. It takes from every, you know, restricted area, pings on your compass, um, you know, uh, highlighting items in the room. The Nyx feature was just that blew me away. I'm not going to lie. I did not mm -hmm. expect her yeah. to be like, go get me that. And he just like, boop, doop, 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 doop. Mm -hmm. Reminded me a little of my dog, Finn, um, hopping over. <laughs> He's not that smart. Um, but uh, and then grabbing it and bring it back to her. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I did not expect yeah. that to Even happen. Like even the space combat looked really like familiar. Um, you can definitely tell that the guys that they brought over from uh, from the Battlefront teams, like the flying looked a lot like how it looked in Battlefront, like with like the little barrel rolls and things like that. I was like, oh, that looks so familiar. Like I've played this before. And, but what was really breathtaking for me is when they punched it in a hyperdrive. Like it looked like it was the movie. It looks so clean. It looks so good. I was really impressed. Hyperdrive, he did. He spooled it up me. and everything. I thought the ship that he was facing, I thought it was going to start shooting at him. And he just punches it and goes. What I'm the biggest thing for me, though, is what is the restriction in space? Like, how big is the galaxy? And we talked about this on stream. Um, how big is, uh, like, are we going to be confined to only like three or four star systems? Are we going to have the entire Star Wars galaxy to play with? Is it just going to be certain quadrants of the rims? Like, are we going to only have like three or four planets in the outer rim? We'll have like mid rim three or four, and then we'll maybe have Coruscant and a couple other core planets. And like, that's, that's it. And we're done. Um, this also leans me in the direction of thinking that this game allows them to add lots of updates. Like if they yeah. start, if they start off, let's just say they start off with three or four planets in each rim. Think of how many planets you could then add as DLCs or just living updates. How many updates has Division 2 gotten? Division 2 is still being supported by Ubisoft Massive and it's getting new content regularly. So for me, 
you have a lot of people on this team that are accustomed to working in a live service game. They understand how the system works. They understand like the cycles and whatnot. So you have a lot of, of seasoned veterans that are working on this game. I, I could totally see this going into a live service model where they're continuously adding new story content. They're adding new planets to explore, et cetera. What do you think? I, so it really depends if there's a multiplayer feature or if it's really just the single player experience. I don't care either way. I'm, I'm, for the record, I'm fine with either scenario. But then the cadence of the updates, how it's updated, what it looks like will change my purview or my prediction of, you know, that. Because that's an important detail. Now, I know we have a single player campaign. I completely understand that. I'm just saying, is there a Red Dead component similar to you know like world's open now go have fun it's your sandbox or is it going to be you know like some of the other single player games like god of war and stuff that we got recently with the ability to still you know full expansion packs and whatnot you know a lot of games lately haven't had big expansions yeah Um, you know so i would really like to see that what's funny is it says coming 2024. We don't know when in 2024. My guess would be summer, fall of next year. Um, but you know, we're you're gonna jump into Starfield in October, September 6th. September 6th, isn't that Ben's birthday? <gasps> is that Ben's the birthday? fifth or the sixth? Ben is the fifth or the sixth. That poor man, he can never get away from a game launch. Poor Ben. <laughs> um, but Starfield, if it's like Skyrim, which I've heard it's bigger, <laughs> which is just stupid. Oh, Kevin, um, it's so much bigger. And all the planets yeah. are procedurally generated. And like what you experience, so all the planets are the same, but like when you go to a planet and I go to the same planet, our experiences are going to be different. How cool is that? Yes. Yeah. No, there's no linear experience except for the main story quest, they said. Um, so... But and even the city that they built, new is it? I forget what's called new something is like the biggest city they've ever built. New Atlantis, thank you. It's the biggest city they've ever built in a game yep. mm-hmm. ever. It, it, that includes every Elder Scrolls game, all the Fallout games. Ben's birthday is on the fifth, but Star Wars and Scotch is on the sixth. <laughs> Poor Ben. No, his it's fine. His birthday's the day before. I feel like we're not doing an episode. Well, no, we'll be needing in Ahsoka by then. So we have to do an episode that morning. <sighs> busy day for you, buddy. <laughs> well, also, if it's Bethesda game, it's not going to release. Oh, until 1? It might release at like 9 p.m. on the 5th or midnight on the 6th. Oh, they'll probably do a, yeah, they'll probably do a global launch the day before. Oh, it might actually be on Ben's birthday. <laughs> We'll see. Oh, man. But like, so Kevin, like one of the things that um, that Julian talked about in the IGN interview was he was talking about how, you know, going back to the whole Red Dead interactions and and, and uh, it really kind of like laying the framework is like how they wanted to make outlaws. One of the things that he brought up was being able to see something and track it down and chase it. And like that was always something that was really fun to do in Red Dead was you're like, oh, there's a carriage or a train and I want to like chase that train and I want to get on the train and I want to rob the people on the train and then get off. And so he was talking about that. He was like, you see, a, you see a ship, you can get in your ship and you can go chase that ship and you can follow it around the planet and you can land where it lands. And I'm like, that's like, that's really cool. Cause like right now, like let's use Star Citizen, for example, like the, everything's one-to-one in Star Citizen. So it's like, massive planet you know full scale all this stuff and it takes forever to get from point a to point b i'm curious to see like what is the overall scale for each planet how big is this planet going to be is it going to be like a like a star citizen one-to-one scale is it going to be smaller are you going to give me this look and feel like it's really really big but it's not is it going to be on rails how much of how much freedom do i really get because like you could see in the trailer that it was like it looked like there was control, but it looked like it was on rails to a certain degree. So I'm not really sure like how much of that is free fly. We'll see. Um, but like he does say that you can like you can chase it, you can go after it, you can follow it, you can land. Um, also, like when you want to hyper when you want to go into hyperspace, like do you have to follow like specific hyperspace lanes to go from point A to point B? Like, can you make your own paths? Like, if I want to go from here to there, do I have to then go from 
you know, one jump to the next to the next to get there. If I do, I have to upgrade my my hyperdrive. I have so many questions. I have so many questions. Yeah. Julian, if you listen to this podcast, please, we'd love to have you on. I have so many questions for you. Yeah, I have a feeling closer to release when we're probably allowed to talk about more. We'll start getting some of the folks that we know that worked on the game to come on. Obviously, with permission, we have to get. I'm watching the chase scene now, and it the, does look mix? like, yeah, on the speeders, and it does look like she's like you're able to go off the track and stuff. But it also like at this point, we're on a, like what looks like a ridge where you can't really go anywhere. Yeah, there's and there's a road. But like so like, if they're using Red Dead as the inspiration for this game, it would be a lot like your horse where it's like it wants you to go on the path, but you could go off and, and go into a field if you wanted to. So, yeah, like. Like there's really cool. There's, like she stands up. She stands up on top of that speeder at some point and then shoots the stormtrooper, which was pretty cool. I remember them saying, like, you can go there if you can see it. Yeah. But, like, she just came to two points. She just passed, and there was forks in the road. Sure. Yeah, I, I would assume like you have full control places. over your speeder bike. So my guess would be this, is it's going to be like SWOTOR, where you go to a planet, and there's a portion of the planet that's sectioned off that you are allowed to explore, be a part of. Do you think um, there's going to be a wall as you're flying around? It's going to be like no access, turn back around? Um, like survivor, you just use terrain to block people in. But no, I'm talking about anymore. when you're flying. If you're flying oh. a ship and I'm chasing a ship and it goes, at what point does the game tell me to stop? It shouldn't. In theory, the game should never tell me to stop moving. If it's an open world game, there should be no boundaries, right? So can you, instead of, of light speed travel, can you manually go to a planet sublight? <gasps> oh and take like 14 not. hours to get there. no no because it's probably not because the way that they, they the way that they probably make a planet like a, a, a system it's probably a level and then like hyperspeed hyperspace is used as loading one level to the next how funny would that be though i mean like you can do that in star citizen you can sublight go from point a to point b it just takes you, you do that it'll Eve take too. you forever like, so if your hyperdrive gets shot out, like, you're screwed. Like, that would also be cool, too. So in Starfield, you can disable uh, independent subsystems from main systems. So, like, if you wanted to just, like, instead of just, like, taking out the power system, like, instead of just taking out the engines, you could take out the shield generator. So it's, like, that's really neat because then you could, like, board the ship. So, like, how much... I don't think you get that level of detail in Outlaws. Um, it looked like when she was fighting the, um, the TIE fighters, it was just target dead. Um, but so, but I'm curious that like the larger, the larger ships, i.e. Star Destroyer, could I go in and take out their comms array? You know, could I target the bridge? Could I target the shield generators? Could I, could I take my ship? Could I kill the shield generators? And could I land inside a, oh a my bay? God. you know, like that's like, these are the questions of like, man, how much freedom do I really get? Like if they're going to, if this is going to be like Star Wars, No Man's Sky, no Man's Sky doesn't have a lot of guardrails. There's a few guardrails here and there, um, but for the most part, it's pretty open. How do you feel about the decision-making system like, and what it will weigh against your journeys? Um, so I was curious about that in the sense of canon and storytelling. Of, And, that's the, and that was the one question I, I still have about um, Eclipse is you know we talked about you'll have like a story of like the canon story and then you'll have like then you could have like your own like individual story. story um so i think for this it's going to be the same way where it's like it might push you in one way or the other lightly like fable almost it might tip the scale a little bit here and there but nothing to where it actually absolutely changes the outcome of the game i think the game will always end up ending the same way regardless but I th it looks like like when she pissed off the imperial officer, the imperial officer right called the uh, called the red alert on her. So she wouldn't have pissed her off, and she would have sucked up to her. She wouldn't have had the alarm called on her. So I think what happens is all short term um, consequences for your actions, but it's no long term results. Um, just like just like in Red Dead, for the most part, like Arthur. Oh, spoiler alert: Arthur Morgan always dies. There's no way around it. Arthur is always, he's always dying at the end. It's just, how does he go about dying? From tuberculosis, if you haven't played. 
Yeah. Big so spoilers. yeah. So he gets he gets TB, and at the end, it's either he like he gets the wolf or he gets the deer, and I think that's what's going to happen. If you're using if you're going to use Red Dead Redemption Two as your inspiration for this video game, then your storytelling route is going to be the same way. You can you give your your player the decisions to make small small consequences. So like kicking somebody out of the gang or someone dying or getting getting caught and thrown in jail, things like that. Like it messes you up short-term wise, but it doesn't affect Arthur dying at the end or how Dutch or like anything with Dutch or anything like that. Screw Dutch. Dutch is an ass, but I loved his character the whole way through. Like oh, he was amazing. such a great bad guy. You're supposed to hate him. Um, so I'm watching the video and I'm up to the space battle. First of all, the GTA uh, Red Dead Wanted level. I love that it persists when you leave the planet into space. Like it doesn't mm -hmm. just go away because you left. Oh, the well, because the Empire has a it has a galactic network. Well, it it dies when you go to hyperspace. Now, when she jumped to hyperspace, she did set coordinates. It said Akiva orbit, Akiva yeah, system. But how did that how, how did that go about? Did she like did I didn't I don't remember seeing it like in the HUD. Like she pointed. There was to it. nothing was it there? in the HUD. So it, it just pops up. I'm watching it again just to make it sure. It might be something where like you so it did so pop there's up a, in the HUD. There's a right on the D-pad that just says uh -huh. hyperdrive. So my guess would be, Tim, is that you preset where your hyperdrive is going to go in your settings. Yeah, I think you do like a mini map or something. Hit it to calibrate it on your D-pad. Yeah. I'm watching it again just to make sure. Yeah, because it says, oh, okay, I saw it. I saw it. All right, all right. Hold on, hold on. Pause, 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 pause. No, go back. Come on. I should use the keyboard, but I... Okay. So it says, uh, up on the D-pad, change destination. And right yeah. now it's set to Akiva orbit. Got and there's it. other things in Oribesh above it. So it's a scroll wheel of places you can go that you probably have to unlike, uh, unlock by calibrating your hyperdrive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's how you unlock new areas. Once you choose that destination, you close it. You click it, you hit X, and then it calibrates the hyperdrive. And if you're dodging, shooting, or doing anything, it disrupts your calibration. So you have to wait until it's spooled up, and then oh, you that's Star it. Citizen. Like that's how Star Citizen works with your with your quantum. You have to keep it locked on your target, or if you move it, it locks it out of sync. I really Ooh, had to dig into that. I like no, I, I like that you tore that. that trailer apart. That was awesome, Kevin. Yeah, the. Yeah, yeah I'm watching it again just to make sure. Yeah, so that that that's cool. And I think that's how you're going to unlock new places. You'll probably get a bounty or you'll get a job in a system, you know, and they'll be like, here's the cal here's the coordinates, calibrate your hyperdrive or something. You walk to your ship, da 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 da, -da and you, you know, you can go to that system from now on. Um, one thing I hope is that it's not one planet per system that you can visit too. I want to be able to go from planet to planet within system sublight. Great. So if I go to the Mandalore sector, I want to be able to go to like Mandalore and want to go to the moon. I'm curious what because the planet we're on in the trailer is is new. This is a brand a new. This planet. is a brand new planet. They made this specifically for the game. So we we get to we and that's I think this is going to be a, this will end up being the planet that is our base of operations. I think we're always going to end up coming back to this planet. So the question then remains, what are they hiding? <laughs> or where are they hiding? Who Ubisoft? It's just the game in general. Oh, do you think we're going to end up working for the rebels? I hope not. I hope we end up just being just like this independent, like work, like you know, go go back to episode eight and the arms dealers, and they're talking about how they give weapons to both sides. I kind of want, I want that. I want to, I want to be in the middle. I want to be able to do like, I want to like help the rebels out. And then I want to go do like some empire level shit. You know, like I want to go, like, I want to like, go do a bounty hunt or something. I want to do some evil shit at the same time. Lord. What? There's nothing wrong with being in the middle. What? Just what? Have you seen that Nick Cage movie about the, the, uh, what's it called? Nick the Cage war being stuff? Nick Cage? No, the war. Uh, oh, Lord of War? It was a terrible Lord movie. Lord of War. It was a terrible movie. That's you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kevin, I'm no not shame. allowed to be, a, I'm not allowed to be a bad person in real life, so I have to do it in video games. <laughs> <laughs>
You know, I mean, like, it's just how I live out the, my alternate alternate personality. I really want to watch you play the KOTOR remake because I have a feeling you're just going to be, like, striking oh, everyone I do, down. I would do everything that I didn't get to do as a kid because I felt like it was morally wrong. What's funny is, is that means you're going to lose companions because you can kill, I think, up to two or three of the companions in your group if you just did make you not, stupid decisions. Did you not see, watch me play Mass Effect? No, I've never watched you play oh, Mass oh, Effect. Oh, I went through, I, I did the genocide playthrough. Oh, okay. Everybody died. You killed every, even everyone. Um, okay. I if if it gave me the option to kill someone, I killed them. Jesus Christ! It was a Wait, good playthrough. You, it was sponsored. I had to get it done, so I just flew through. It. Did you do the Terminator playthrough then on Detroit Become Human too? No, I didn't get. To, I didn't do it that way. No, I actually tried to like. I tried really, really hard to save everybody in Detroit Becomes. It human. made it so difficult in that so game. So fucking hard. The so smallest, like, like, like dodging bullets, banana peel, dead. I did two of those uh, playthroughs. One, I was just like a complete pacifist and tried to like avoid conflict. Mm -hmm. And I ended up getting so many of the other uh, droids. I don't know what they're calling that. Androids killed yeah. because of that. And then I did the we're taking over playthrough. <laughs> it's totally different ending. Totally different. Just like murdering humans left and right, no regard for anything. <laughs> I was like, I like this. This is fun. So think, yeah, we'll see. Do you think we'll have a uh, alignment scale? I hope not, because you're 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 a smuggler. You're an outlaw. Like, yeah. So I mean, no like, I think we're to. just neutral the entire time, right? I or do you think they're going to be like? Do you think they're going to be good neutral? I think the just... main story will force you to join the rebels at some point in I some way shape like or a, form like a luthan style like you like you yes, know like, I think like you, you cool. know you know that the bad guys like they're a necessity but they're really fucking stuff up like they're messing with your business like that's the whole reason why luthan is doing what he's doing is because he knows that the emperor is messing up with his all of his business and it's much better to have the rebels running the shit so of course he's going to have them do it yeah, he's I mean, in it for himself, and so like I'm, I'm totally down to have to have a selfish protagonist. I think that's cool. There's a shot in the trailer. I paused it. I think it's at nine fifty, um, where Kay has her hands up and she's surrounded by rebels at gunpoint. Huh. Um. So who knows where that story is going to go? But you know, again, it's it's the age old adage of Star Wars. While there is moral ambiguity, while you know you can rest in the middle. They always want you to know that you shouldn't align with the space Nazis. Like nope, they're very adamant about that part. Yep, very <laughs> so, much so. Now, will you do jobs for the Empire? Probably, and especially towards the beginning. That's just how these games work. Mm -hmm. But by the end, I don't think you'll be working with the Empire anymore. We'll just leave it at that. No planet glassing, I guess. Wrong game, Tim. Wrong game. <laughs> Why do you even Empire at war? You can destroy so much in that game. That's the old RTS one. Yeah, I know. I used to play that game. Why don't you just play that again if you want? Why would I want? No, that's not the point, Kevin. I want to be on the bridge. I want to be. I want to be sitting at the weapons control, and I want to be able to point my gun at the planet, and I want to hit a button, and I want to blow it up. Have you wrote Star Citizen a passionate message about this? I, I at some point. Like they will have like their their capital ships are big enough. Like the there's a couple of them that are large enough to where a low orbital bombardment would would actually work. Like upper atmosphere, like you're in just like really low orbit. You're just chilling, and you could you could, gonna pull, be on you could pull. But like, all I want, Kevin, there is something so intimidating about seeing like a dreadnought class starship just like pull up into like the upper atmosphere and like. The blue sky is kind of like, like just kind of like just like hiding it a little bit and it's there and then it opens fire. Like, just like, that's so cool. Give me that. So you, you, Tim's going to be on stream when they release this update and he's going to have a hood on and his face is going to be all disfigured. He's going to do it. He's going <laughs> to hit a button on his keyboard and he's just going to destroy an entire online civilization. You may fire when ready. Oh yeah, you could just slick your hair back and be Tarkin too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can, honestly, like that's their go-to for almost all all Imperial officers. They always use the "You may fire when ready." You may fire when ready. Yeah, and so it's like, so when you give the command, you may fire when ready to a to the the weapons control officer. What if they're not ready? What if they have to like hold on a minute? Yeah, we've never seen that. 
right? Like what happens when you say you may fire when ready? And they're like, all right. And so uh, they sir, wait, we got a malfunction. They're like, they're like, oh, my hot pocket's ready. I'll be right back. Could you imagine if he did that long impassioned speech about, you know, we're going to destroy Alderaan Red anyway? Yeah. And then he turned around and said that. And the guy's like, oh, we need at least 10 minutes. Like we have a problem <laughs> yeah, in the maintenance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then like, it's just standing there like this for 10 minutes. Like, no, <laughs> no. And Tarkin's like, oh, foot, God. Just whistling. <laughs> Tarkin's like, I have places to go, people to see, people, people to kill. People to torture, please. Good uh, shit. Well, Man. Star Wars, Star Wars fantasies. Star Wars Outlaws is um, not far off next year. Hopefully, fingers crossed. I, I no think delays. between please, like, there's yeah I mean, like, with Starfield. I think we'll have you know we'll we'll have that, and we'll have a couple other games to kind of hold us over until we get to Outlaws, and I'm excited for my, it. My point with Starfield before that I missed was Starfield is not going to be like oh I'm going to play this for a month. Starfield no. is like I'm going to play it for a month. I got things to do. I'm going to come back to it because I haven't yep. even explored ten percent of the game. So Especially Starfield for you. essentially, oh my god, you don't ever want to watch me play a Bethesda game. Ever. No, watching you play ever. video games stresses me out because you have to clear everything. Do you understand the anxiety with Diablo? Like, do you, I'm like, Kevin, that's a fucking rock. Tim? You don't need to touch it. It's just a rock. Like, there Tim, might be a legendary me? under that rock. Tim, the anxiety, and then and then they're going to reset the map on me. For they're really going to reset the entire map and you have to go back and find everything again? All your major towns will still be there. All the side um, uh, portals you'll have to get again. You have to get the Lilith statues again? Nope. That'll oh, be no, Lilith. I need to do Lilith statues. I've, oh, I have so much to do in that game. Oh, good thing I'm off for a few days. Then I'm just going to stay job and play it probably. Do you have do you, rain all weekend? Do you have it on, you have it on the... I have it on Steam Deck. I have it on my Steam Deck. Laptop. I was like, Switch. That's like, that's not the right handheld. God damn it. Too many. I miss Steam Deck when you get to higher levels. No longer. You gotta go back to mouse and keyboard, in my opinion. Oh, is it just because? See, I've been using the PlayStation controller, and I think it's great. Even at high levels. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm doing. I, I'm doing high. High. Uh, I'm doing Nightmare Tier Four. I'm doing mm -hmm. nightmares at like. Uh, or sorry, I'm. I'm in World World Tier Four nightmares World. at like level fifteen. Okay. I think, yeah. I think we're like tier 15 or like we did a couple tier 20s so all right well oh, that's not i'm right. off I'm higher than that holy shit you know what it's just it honest it is so hard to remember the nightmare Numbers. levels because it's 54 Numbers. then plus whatever you're doing i'm like 70 something we're we're good we're i know grinding. i tell you all the time like i can't really problem with tarkov is is the spreadsheets and the numbers and all that stuff for me and that's no, diablo I, diablo is like and it's funny too because i can keep it all in my head it stresses chat out when i don't have the compare sheet up because i'm just like oh it's up there I, i'm good i can remember all my 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 differences and it just stresses people out they don't like it that i do that yeah but when it comes to diablo with me it's like i have my guide on my left screen and my gameplay on my right so i'm always just back and forth back and forth back and forth other games i don't have this grace for for some reason when it comes to certain mmos and like diablo and games like that i yeah. have all the grace in the world I, I can't describe it it's just i i don't know maybe it's just because it's diablo I, I, don't, I don't have an answer for you i wish i did um cool well we're gonna get out of here tim's gotta go stream but tim you have an exciting development on that front would you like to tell the star wars and scotch audience Oh, yeah. So uh, starting next Monday, uh, I will no longer be exclusive to Facebook. That chapter is is coming to an end. Uh, so we're going to be uh, still streaming on Facebook uh, for the next six months until the end of the year. Uh, but we're also going to be streaming over on YouTube and TikTok at the same time. So you can head on over to YouTube.com forward slash darkness429. Uh, we've got all the monetization, everything already set up so you can become members already. And that's Good to go. So uh, come next Monday. That'll be June the... I don't have my calendar. June the 26th. 9 a.m. Eastern. YouTube.com forward slash darkness429. That's where I'll be. I don't know where to hang out anymore. You can hang out in either. That's the whole point. So like I want it. The biggest thing for me is like I understand that there is a audience on Facebook. Um, but like there's a really cool opportunity to build a new audience over on YouTube. And also like the experience on YouTube is definitely going to be a lot better than it is on Facebook right now. Um, so like the biggest thing for me is just giving people more options. Now the option, like I have the option to give people more options. So you can go hang out in Facebook, you can go hang out on YouTube. Uh, we'll be looking at both. Probably in both. Yeah. It's just easier for me to antagonize people if I'm in both. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I think that's what a minute. But chat will see both chats. Like I'll I'll have it up. They can see each other. So yeah, you, you, we'll you, figure it you, out. You, it's gonna be. It is going to be very fluid. It is going to be a, a work in progress as we we figure out what works for for us. There you go. Tim's gonna give you his fluids chat. What? You said something about that. I don't know. I heard you say okay. something about fluids. Uh, so yeah, go check him out next Monday on YouTube, Doctor Four Two Nine. I mean, you go to his YouTube now and just hit the subscribe button. That way, you're you could. But we're Monday. still gonna be streaming over on Facebook. So if you don't want to leave Facebook, there, grandmas, Facebook, you yeah. can still you can still be there. All the hot Thanks, grandmas are gonna mm. be uh, hanging out with Tim on Facebook, and all the young whippersnappers. <laughs> exactly. It's, there it is. That's the divide. Uh, and uh, if you want to check me out, it's just RareDrop.co, KMagic101 on uh, Instagram, KevinXVision on Twitter. Um, and please rate, resubscribe everywhere you watch, listen, do whatever you do with Star Wars and Scotch. It helps us out immensely if you uh, leave a review. We are not far off from uh, Ahsoka. Just uh, think about six it's weeks right away. right around the corner, dude. Oh, my God. We don't have an exact date yet, but we know we're about six, seven weeks away. Uh, our good friend Chase is back on the show next week. That gay Jedi will catch up with Chase. Say hello and say what's up. I didn't up. know that. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Chase. Chase will be back next week, so come say hi to them and, uh, uh, and hang with us. So, um, yeah. Uh, Star Wars and Scotch everywhere on the interwebs. Uh, go follow, go rate, review, subscribe. I am uh, have a meeting, and then I'm off to a six-hour car ride. So, uh, have a great week. And Tim? May the force be with you.